Have you ever wondered what it takes to leave behind long-held beliefs and to embark on a transformational quest for personal enlightenment? Join us as we sit down with our special guest this week, who shares her brave story about leaving Christianity to forge her own spiritual destiny. In this thought-provoking conversation, she opens up about her challenges, doubts, and ultimately, the profound sense of freedom she found on her journey. In this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, we bring on Johanna Paulston from Johanna Maria Wellness to discuss her own spiritual path. Johanna was raised in the Calvinist Christian faith, and after some events in her adulthood, she sought to embrace her own spiritual path. You'll learn more about what she experienced personally as well as with her family. At the end of our conversation, Johanna shares something special with all of us, so stay tuned to find out. It's time to grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair, and get ready for this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays. From dogma to discovery, embracing individual spirituality after leaving fundamentalist Christianity with guest Johanna Paulston. You're listening to Spiritual AF Sundays, created and hosted by The Mystic Geek. If you're looking to explore intriguing questions about the meaning of life and our place in the universe, then you're in the right spot. We dive into topics often discussed as sound bites on social media and take a deeper look, whether it's woo topics like astrology and mysticism, or seemingly mundane matters like technology and politics, we cover it all. We explore our own thoughts and beliefs, talk to experts, and uncover hidden meanings. These fascinating areas of exploration can help us question ourselves and better understand our world. Ready to grow and explore in your spiritual journey? We're glad you can join us. It's time to start your week off by being spiritual AF. All right. Welcome back, listeners. Today, we have Johanna Paulson with us to talk about her experience with leaving conservative Christianity and rebuilding and relearning spirituality. Johanna, we're really glad to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah. So I am now a Reiki practitioner. I am a Theta Healing practitioner, a biofeedback technician, and I also do crystal healing. And I own a wellness center. I'm a mom of two kids and yeah, live in Montana. And I really love where I'm at right now. And thank you for sharing that Reiki practitioner, crystal healer, a lot of things that you would not normally associate with Christianity or Christian beliefs. Tell me, what was that journey like for you in changing what you believed was spiritually acceptable and right for you? Yeah, it has definitely been a journey and it's taken several years. So where I started out was conservative Christianity, evangelical, very, very sheltered, legalistic. And I dealt with a lot of depression as a teenager. And then that kind of ebbed away in my early 20s. And when I had kids in my mid to late 20s, that came back full force along with anxiety and it became debilitating. And I was going to doctors, a lot of functional medicine practitioners, pretty much anyone that I could think of that I thought could maybe help me. And conventional medicine was really not doing it for me. And that's when I 
stumbled into the world of energy healing. And that was really the key for me in taking back control of my life and my body. And that really opened the door into a whole nother set of ideas that I had previously been closed off to because I was taught they were bad. Got it. You said that you started looking in your 20s for alternative ways to help yourself. What was going on in your life during that time frame? Um, so during that time frame, I was a new mom. I had two kids 18 months apart. And now I realize after everything that I've learned that my body was just extremely depleted because pregnancy takes so much from you. I shouldn't say just. That was a big part of it. And that was what led to everything else coming to the surface. So looking back, that was a blessing. I was parenting on my own most of the time, which added another piece to it. My husband traveled for work and he was gone most of the time. Yeah. During that time, I was very stressed mentally and physically. And I finally realized that it was not going to get better if I didn't do something to change it and that my kids needed me to be a better mom and to be completely holy myself. Thank you so much for sharing. I know that can be a difficult topic. Now, during that time, what was your spiritual life like? During that time, my spiritual life was was very disconnected. There were a lot of ups and downs. And just the way that I grew up in conservative Christianity, you are very disconnected from God and from source because we're taught we have to be perfect in order to relate to God and we have to go through the church. I remember so many times like worrying and going over everything that I'd done in the past month on communion Sunday, trying to decide, is it okay for me to take communion this Sunday? And like the guilt that carried with it. And so that's what I mean by like, you have to meet the standard of perfection in order to relate to God. And so I was very much wrestling with that. And that was definitely a big part of the depression and anxiety for me. It's And it's an underlying part. Yeah, with that whole having to contemplate whether you were in a state where you can take communion. How young were you when that first started? I think I was about eight when that first started. Wow, that's a long time to be in that state where you're constantly having to hold yourself up to basically an impossible standard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With this change that you've gone through in searching for your own spirituality and moving forward, how supportive has your family been with that? My immediate family that I grew up in has not been supportive at all. They don't see the positive changes in me. They don't see that I'm actually able to function now and that I'm a, I'm a better mom and that I love myself and my life. They see it as I've drifted away from God and coming from the Calvinism viewpoint that I was never a Christian to begin with because once you are a Christian, you can't go back. So if someone steps away from the faith, then that has to mean they were never a Christian to start with. So they see me now as a pagan, which I don't 
think it's a bad thing. I see myself as that also to a certain extent, but to them, it's like the worst thing ever. Satan worship to them. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry that you have to go through that as a result of things. With those changes, you've mentioned like the whole pagan witch thing. How would you identify yourself spiritually now? Spiritually now, I would just identify myself as open, as connected to God and to God as source, not the God that we've been taught in Christianity. And that pervades so much of the Western mindset of what God actually is, that I think most people carry the connotations of God being an old man demanding perfection and all those things. Now I'm just really exploring. I'm open, like I said, and I do always check things through source. So I don't just dive into anything and everything. I really feel into, is this actually coming from a place of love? Is that coming from a place of light? And so I do go through source to check the purity of things, if that makes sense because I think that there is still a lot of darkness out there. Got it. So you've already shared a couple of the ways that your spirituality has changed and evolved, going from feeling disconnected to connected, going from feeling closed to feeling more open, from following just because you're told to discerning whether or not something is true for you. Have you noticed any other changes to yourself as your spirituality has been evolving? That's a good question. Yeah, I would say I've become a lot more tolerant and accepting of other people, which Christians are definitely not known for. And I think that comes from being more accepting of myself and really loving myself. And that really is where it all starts. How we treat other people and how we look at the world is an extension of how we treat ourselves and how we see ourselves. I've definitely noticed changes in my body also, as far as like feeling healthy and alive. Got it there. Mm -hmm. And let's say that someone was of a conservative Christian background like you are. And let's say that life circumstances were such that they're now questioning their faith. And let's say they stumble upon this podcast. And so all these different things. So they're at where you were in your early 20s. What guidance would you give them about looking forward? Yeah. I know, weighty question. It is. I've been really thinking about this and I started to think of it as stepping back in time and talking to myself as a person that I used to be. And I think it would be a series of questions. It would be, are you living in fear or are you living in love? Are you doing things just because it's what you've been told or is this something that you know within yourself to be true. And then I think the biggest thing is how do you feel about yourself? And do you really love yourself and accept yourself? And I think that is 
that's the starting point because it's not possible to be in that paradigm of beliefs while loving yourself and accepting yourself completely. And that's something that we're all still learning, right? I don't think anyone on earth perfectly and completely loves themselves, but we can experience a little piece of that. And once you start to go there, it starts to unravel everything. And that's really where it started for me. Am I really that bad of a person or am I perfect exactly as I am right now? Because we're created from love and we have to exist in that to continue to exist, if that makes sense. So that's the nugget of wisdom I have. And I think that's where it all starts. And then from there, it's just your own path and being open to where you're being guided and being open to the guide that is within you because that does exist. Thank you for sharing that. And yes, those are important things to consider. It's not about, well, you should do this or you should do that. It's first looking at yourself. Are you happy with who you are? Do you love yourself? Because a lot of the belief systems out there that demand perfection or expect perfection lead to people feeling unhappy about themselves. And then also finding out, well, what is your own truth or what do you see as that inner truth? What showcases your inner perfection and then following whatever path out there can lead you to that. Exactly. Johanna, thank you so much for being brave and sharing your story for others to hear. Is there anything else that you want to make sure that our listeners hear today? Actually, I wanted to do something fun before we go. I wanted to do a download unconditional love, if that's all right with you. Yeah, that's perfectly okay. Okay, so this is energy healing. So the energy signature is always going to be there, even if people are listening after the fact. And I thought this would be cool just so that people can get a taste of what unconditional love feels like. So I want you to just take a deep breath. Go into your body, into your heart space, and I'm going to ask Creator to give anyone who is listening to this podcast now, past, present, and future, a download of unconditional love. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that gift with everyone here. And the beauty of it is it can transcend space and time. So even if someone's listening to this years later, they'll still be able to experience this. So again, thank you so much for that offering. Yes. My pleasure. Where can people find you online if they want to follow up with you or connect? Yeah, I am at johannamariawellness.com. And on Instagram and Facebook, my handle is at Wellness. All right. We'll make sure to include that in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on, Jess. Thank you for joining us on this captivating journey of personal growth and spiritual exploration. Johanna's story serves as an important reminder that true fulfillment comes from embracing our own unique paths, even if it means leaving behind the familiar. 
We hope her experiences have sparked inspiration within you to seek your own truth and embark on a transformative quest for self-discovery. Let's pivot to discuss what's coming up in the next couple of episodes. On Sunday, August 20th, we are going to talk about the impact of colonialism. For that, we're bringing on Ashley Opon to share her personal story, as well as her perspective on this topic. On Sunday, August 27th, we are bringing on author Ryan Winter to discuss queer fiction and culture. This was a fun conversation where Ryan and I discussed his recent book, Ravish, which is not your typical bodice ripper romance. We also geek out about the evolution of queer culture. That wraps up this episode of Spiritual AF Sundays. Remember, the power to find wholeness lies within each of us, waiting to be unlocked. Embrace the freedom to explore, grow, and shape your own spiritual destiny. With that, have a Spiritual AF Week. Thank you for joining us for Spiritual AF Sundays. This show is hosted by the Mystic Geek, that's me. Got comments or questions from today's episode? You can either email me at jess at themysticgeek.com or send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes. Help others start off their week with a spiritual AF Sunday by sharing this episode with them. Also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts help spiritual seekers find our show. So do the thing. 